I'm Chase Higginbotham. Join me as I pray to the Lord in light of Psalm 46. Heavenly Father, thank you for being my refuge. Thank you for being my strength and for being a very present help in trouble. Would you remind me of that this week? In the midst of life's storms, in the midst of suffering, in the midst of the chaos that the storms of this life bring me and the people of Redeemer, would you remind us that you are our refuge? You are our strength. You are our very present help in trouble. And because you are, we can say confidently and securely that we will not fear like verses 2 and 3 remind us to do. Therefore, we will not fear. In light of you being our refuge, in light of you being our strength, in light of you being our very present help in trouble, we will not fear. Though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. What a picture. A picture of chaos, a picture of the world crumbling around us. And in the midst of that, your word here and elsewhere is reminding us that we can have confidence. We do not have to fear. God, I am prone to fear. You know my heart. God, we are prone to fear. Your people often are prone to fear because we are frail. We are weak. God, we lack courage in and of ourselves, but God, you are our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. We can come to you and find refuge. We can come to you and find security. We can come to you and find safety. And God, we know that doesn't mean that we won't suffer. We know that does not mean that we will not experience pain and loss in this life, but we know that the ultimate refuge that you will provide us is that though there is pain in this night, the night of this life, in the morning, in the morning of being with you in heaven, a shout of joy comes. And so God, I pray that we would find refuge that in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the suffering, in the midst of the earth giving way and the mountains being moved into the heart of the sea and the waters roaring and foaming and the trembling of the mountains around us at the swelling of the sea. In other words, the sea is swallowing up the mountains. God, in the midst of all that, would you help me and the people of Redeemer to be confidently secure in your presence because you're our refuge, you're our strength. God, I pray we wouldn't look for refuge and relationships or a right set of circumstances in this life, but we would look to you and find refuge in you alone. And then I'm reminded in verse 4, I'm not quite sure what verse 4 means, but it says, There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God, I can't help but think, Perhaps it means that one day the city of God is going to be the celestial city, the city that you have prepared for us in the new heavens and the new earth. And we have that to look forward to so that no matter how much chaos we experience in this life and uh, how much suffering we experience in this life and to what degree of suffering we experience in this life, good or bad, God, we know that one day we're going to be in that city, the city of God, the holy habitation of the most Hi, God. And we know that even now, we're an outpost of that kingdom. Your church represents uh, an outpost or an embassy of that kingdom that's going to come to reality one day. And you're like a river whose streams make glad that city, God. You're like a river who make your people glad, God. Just like a river that would flow through a city 
and refresh the city and provide for the city. God, you do much more than that for us. God, you provide for us in all of the ways that we need providing for. God, you refresh us when we need refreshing. When we are thirsty, we can come to you for drink and we will never thirst again. And I pray that we would. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. God, I can't help but think of the fact that we're already a part of your city. We're already a part of your people. We are your bride, the church. And so, God, we will not be moved. Though we may be moved in the sense that the earth may be moved around us, and we will be tossed to and from in the midst of suffering, God, we can find refuge in you knowing that one day we will be safely delivered to the celestial city. We will be safely delivered to your kingdom. We will not be moved. You will preserve us to the end. When morning dawns, it will dawn in the light of your glory forever. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter, his voice is uttered, the earth earth melts, the Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our fortress, and this is the promise, God, that you are with us. In every type of chaos, in every type of storm, you are with us. That is the great promise of Scripture, and you came to be with us through the person and work of your Son, Jesus Christ. Just like John 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then in verse 14, we're reminded in John 1 that the Word, Jesus Christ, took on flesh. You came to dwell among sinful people so that you could rescue us by the life, death, and resurrection of your Son out of our sin and into a relationship with you. And that is the great promise that God is with us. You are with us by grace through faith in your Son. And we thank you for that. And because that's true, God, we can face any type of circumstance in this life, any amount of suffering, any degree of suffering, and we can remain confident, we can remain at peace, because we are with you. You are with us. We thank you for that. Come behold the works of the Lord, verse 8 says, how He has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. God, you will one day conquer all evil. You've already done so at the cross. You've already crushed the head of the serpent when you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross in our place for our sins. You crushed his head there, but God, you're going to come back one day. You're going to send your son Jesus to come back one day on a white horse to rescue all of his people and to establish the new heavens and the new earth. And when you do, no enemy stands a chance against you. You'll pour out your wrath and destroy all evil, and we look forward to that. God, we look forward to the promise that we read about in Revelation that says you're going to wipe away every tear from every eye. There's going to be no more sin, no more suffering, no more sadness, no more death, and we will be freed from the presence and the power of sin forever and ever. God, you will pour out your wrath on evil. And God, Jesus took all of your wrath for us. And we thank you for that so that we don't have to taste a drop of it. Be still and know that I am God. Would you help us to do that? Verse 10, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of suffering, in the midst of the storms of life, would you help us to be still and know that you are God. You're in control. You are sovereign. You have not lost control. You have not been caught off guard by anything. You are sovereign and you are working out all things 
for our good and your glory. So in light of that, help us to be still in the midst of chaos so that others would look to us and see us, see me and the people of Redeemer being still in the midst of chaotic suffering. They would see that and they would say, how in the world are you still? How in the world do you have peace? How in the world are you able to suffer well like that? And then we would be able to stay, say, because our God is a mighty fortress. And God, I pray in the midst of that, you would be exalted among the nations. You would be exalted in the earth as we tell people that you are our mighty fortress. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. God, I pray that every single person at Redeemer, regardless of what kind of season they find themselves in, good or bad, God, they would find their refuge in you this week. They would find their strength in you, and they would find that, just like the promise here says, you are a very present help in a time of trouble. Our God is a mighty fortress. God, thank you for that. God, I pray that we would come to you this week and find security and confidence and rest in the fact that you are our refuge. You are our mighty fortress. Thank you for that. Help us to suffer well and help us to honor you with our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.